Hey fellow D&D and TTRPG nerds, this is Kayla Longgram from the Potions and Potpourri podcast. Myself and my co-host Keisha are just two gal pals who like to hang out and have casual conversations about Dungeons and Dragons and other TTRPGs. Our show is loosely formatted, but we like to talk about a variety of topics relating to Dungeons and Dragons and TTRPGs in general, plus we do the occasional live play. We interview guests from the TTRPG space, and we also do improv creations where we make things up on the fly together. We give lots of tips and tricks, as Keisha is our resident DM and Kayla is a forever player. So if you're new to the Dungeons & Dragons or TTRPG realm, or you've been part of this realm for a while and you want to learn some new tips and tricks, or you just want to listen to some goofy gals chat about Dungeons & Dragons, come find us wherever you get your podcast. Potions and Potpourri. Pants people! How you doing? I just want to thank you guys so, so much for leaving that review. Wait, what? What? You didn't leave a review? Well, I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you this just once because I'm a benevolent DM. Get out there, leave us a review, enjoy the show. We love having you and we love doing this. Let's go! Strolling down the street. What? Okay. You're sure. walking down the street. Okay. It's New York. I don't care. It's raining. A light rain. A comfortable rain. You don't have an umbrella, though, because you went outside. You're an idiot. You're strolling down the street, and a man okay. walks up to you. Okay. He walks up to sure. you. Well-to-do fella. Kind of sketchy. Kind of shady, but it looks looks relatively well-to-do, um, which is why you're less surprised when he, when, he, when he comes up and he says, hey, I have in my pocket right now an envelope with $1 million, and I'm going to give it to you. Uh-huh. But you need to tell me right now what you're going to spend it on, and it has to be frivolous. What are you telling? Well, define frivolous. Frivolous. Like no, what? No, no, I'll give it to charity because I'm such a good Steven. No, Steven, don't give me your bullshit today. I mean, I'm does, not having does, it. Does it have to be frivolous? Does it have to be one thing? I don't care. Ask the man. He says yes. One thing. What are you doing with it? Million dollars. But you got to waste it. Um, I mean, vacations? Yeah. Where vacation? Everywhere. Hmm. Give me some shit. Give me Everywhere. some content. I mean, I was going to say, like, buy a house. 
Well, that doesn't sound very frivolous, though. It's not frivolous at all. That's why I was asking what's frivolous. He's taking his money back. What about a timeshare? Is that frivolous enough? I, that's just wasting money at that but, point. I, yeah. That's the point of the exercise. <laughs> Dude, even he's, he's he, that, that his eyebrows like raised. Over. He's like, oh, shit, you're serious. <laughs> you're, you're really into wasting money. All right, money. Steven, let's roll for initiative. <laughs> a timeshare time on, hmm. Okay. Definitely an island. Okay. But not tropical island. I'm like, I'm not a huge beach I'm a time, fan. A timeshare somewhere in Greenland. Beaches are the worst. Like like an island off like the Italian coast, maybe. All right. Is that a thing? That sounds fun. I don't or... know. That, that, that doesn't sound frivolous. That sounds fun. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's still a timeshare. It's frivolous as hell. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm going for. Okay. I'm trying to buying a house. I'm like trying responsible to, adults. I'm trying to break the rules what are here. You 40? <laughs> yes. Almost. <laughs> well, you're not quite yet. <laughs> Um, or geez, like, no, I was going to say collectibles, but that's, I guess, depending on what the collectible is, like a million dollars worth of Pokemon cards. So wait, yeah, that's pretty good. That's so, pretty good. Yeah. Like, are, are, is this something like spending it something that we wouldn't actually right. fucking right. use? Because then it's not frivolous. If we're right. going to use it and we're going to love it, then it's not frivolous. I will tell you like, my answer Okay. because this is easy for me because I am, if this, Hypothetical situation happens to me in real life. It will take me 0.01 seconds to answer this man and get that money. He's going to buy a cat mansion. What? No. <laughs> I have a dream, gentlemen. I have a dream. I've had it my whole life. Someday I'll see it through. I would buy a full suit of plate mail armor. Ornate as hell. Gems inlaid. I'd get, get a sword. I would be a full-on knight man, in you shining could, armor. You could probably do that for like... Four digits. Yeah. Yeah, well, a million dollar armor? How sweet would that be? Full platinum, I don't care. Diamond Full encrusted. Platinum. Diamond encrusted. You can't break that shit. Anyway. Huh. That's my good answer, and that's your answers. Um, so so actually in um Okay. All right, Man- in got- in Manchester, a city not far from here, they have a uh, a full combat league where you wear plate armor and you full on Fight people with swords. That sounds awesome. It sounds terrifying. Yeah, awesome, it sounds but terrifying. terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, how do you win? You beat, <laughs> you, beat you a person in single them. combat. I don't know. Like, it's probably similar rules as like MMA or boxing or something like that. Okay. Never watched either, but okay. Well, but I mean, you're at least familiar enough with. You hit, you hit guy. Judge says, "Hey, that guy hit that guy more than that guy hit that guy." You get this point. Yeah, there you go. Or yeah, sure. You get knocked out, I guess. Oh, you fight to the it death. Could be medieval plateware, male. That's the one. Well, let's look into it. Let's right. go. Let's go to Manchester and fight each other with. I'm not fighting Stephen. No offense, Jeremy. You look tough, but Stephen just looks like he's made of bricks. Oh, see, them's fighting words. We're, we're going to fight now. Oh, no. I don't want to fight you we're either. We're going to fight now. You're like up to the ceiling. Yeah. You're two stories tall. Yeah. Oh, no. Who do I get to fight? Nobody. <laughs> I'm not fighting anyone. <laughs> I'm a pudgy nerd. I'm out of here. All right. <laughs> All right. Enough of your goofery. Let's go fight Jessinth. Serious time. Let's fight Jessinth. But first, before we fight Jessinth, actually, real quick, real quick little announcement because it's pretty cool. Uh, I don't want to... I don't know how far we're going to go into talking about this, but uh, me and Mr. Wolf here uh, had a little adventure over this last weekend. Yes, we, we did. Uh, we had a little guest appearance on a different show, and 
I thought it was awesome. I had such a great time. Um, it was a blast. Of course, uh, Stephen would be there. Stephen had all sorts of shit going on. Otherwise, we would have had him there too. Um, but, you know, in the future, if there is a future uh, of guest appearances, maybe we'll get Stephen in there as well. What, 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 what can we talk about? Stephen, you, you know the stuff. Well, what can, what can yeah, I was there? just about to say you're hyping this up, but you have not yeah, yet yeah. said where this guest appearance was and yeah. who it was with. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, on the, I'm the hype and you're the info. Let me hype. Boom, bam. Exciting stuff. Get ready. Holy. Okay. And go. Take it away. Why are you looking at me, Stephen? Um, so Jason uh, from, from Even Footing Games approached us and asked if we would want to play with him and his crew uh, on a uh, Babies and Broadswords adventure path uh, called... Hundred Acre Heist. Yeah, it is a Winnie the Pooh themed Babies and Broadswords adventure, and uh, unfortunately, I couldn't play. But you two guys stepped in and played as I understand Owl and Eeyore. Fuck yeah! Oh yeah, David as Owl, Jeremy as Eeyore. Uh huh. Super super cool. And, and let me uh, say, a lot of fun. Owl is the perfect character for me. That's what I told Stephen. If you follow Winnie the Pooh at all, you know that Owl's whole deal is he's seen as the the, the brilliant one. Uh, in actuality, he's just really imaginative. So people will come to him and they'll be like, oh, well, what's this note say? And he'll read the note wrong and be like, oh, clearly the Flugeloff has kidnapped Christopher Robin. It's a large creature with blue hair. And this, and everyone's just kind of like, my goodness, it, it, it must be true. And it's, it's like he's seen as brilliant because he's just really over-imaginative, which is my entire life story. <laughs> so I'm, I love it. <laughs> I, I just connect with that silly old bird. I can't believe that nobody wanted to play Pooh. Because <laughs> if I was there, I would have wanted to play We all poo. knew you were the poo. Yeah. Well, hopefully, like you said, if there is a next time, I can be there. And maybe, maybe I'll play Winnie the Pooh. Oh. So, see, he puts up a stink about nobody playing Winnie the Pooh, and then he says, maybe he'll play Winnie the Pooh. Well, I don't want to like, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I have to play Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> That's right. Like, I that, would, that I would is, like that, to that, if it's case available. Case in point. Case in point. <laughs> That sounded like Winnie the Pooh. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Give me a tumbly rumbly. What's a tumbly rumbly? Well, if you have to ask, then. All right. Let's move on. You just watched the vi- the movie like three days ago. Let's move on. Uh, yep. <laughs> very, very disappointing. You guys want to do some scary shit? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready. I'm I ready was, to get scaredied. I was talking this up to you guys throughout the week. And uh, at a certain point, I was kind of pressing towards you, a point that I kind of want everyone to sort of share in, which is, this is not a traditional combat. This is a hostage situation. That's what you're potentially moving into. And if you approach this like a traditional combat, things might not go bad, or might, might not go well, because let's face it, you're not just fantasy warriors wielding your swords, cutting down baddies. You're motherfucking superheroes. Now let's see what you guys can do. We're going to start off in Serapio's office. We'll cut the explanation as the large, bussy mustache man uh, starts just dropping all this towards you, telling you everything. I'll tell you this. New Cerule. That is the name of a crumbling manor that stands at the edge of the Moreno estate. It's a new name. It was only chosen recently after the refugees of Cerule were delivered to Sansetian by Cirilla. The Moreno estate basically gifted them this one small part of their property, this one crumbling manor, and that is where they've generally stayed, banded together. About 20 minutes ago, 
Jacinth Kellig and his retinue, still wearing nondescript clothing, uh, still blending in to a degree, looking like any mercenaries from off-world, showed up and took hostages, screaming out, demanding Jules LaRoche and Dresden Kellig be delivered to them. He set a time limit. One hour. But news didn't travel to this side of Los Cavalanes for about 20 minutes. You're pretty you're on the other side at Rosas from the Moreno estate. It took time. Getting back there will take time. If you were to leave right now, if you want to interfere with this, you'll have about 20 minutes before that deadline hits. Time is 10.30. This delivery, the information was just delivered, and the room is dropped into silence. Go with the plan? Yeah, let's let's see what... Um what it looks like when we get there, I suppose. But I mean, I mean, at least for the start of the plan. Yeah. With where we are and who we're with. Well, let's play it out. Yep. Let's get going first, at least. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. I think I think everybody is kind of going to look to to Dresden and Jules. Yeah. You know, surprised. Jules, what do we what do we do? We're with Serapio. Yes. He looks. Visibly, he's he, at first he was sort of shaken by the news. Okay, but as this kind of settled, he looks more and more almost agitated, like annoyed. Okay. Dresden looks to Serapio. You were looking for some help. Yes, but there's no time for this. There's no time. We need to act quickly, or else this opportunity will be gone. You help us. We'll help you. He bites his lip. We need men. We need power. Who is this man? This Jessint Gellig. It's the name they've been saying. Who is he? Someone who should have died a long time ago. Who is he connected to? I... The LaRoche family. He flickers his eyes to Jules. Nods. No. I cannot help you. My hands are tied in this, you don't understand. I have connections too. Hiring Jules LaRoche is one thing, but... I cannot stand directly in their way. They will know. And I will be... No. I have too much to do. This must be yours to clean. But... We need to split this. We cannot do this. Hogfight's opening bout starts at noon. The battle itself should begin around the one, and I need you there, ready to go before then. Looks like you might be on your own then. This is the only option right now. You came to me. You came to me. There's something you need. Yes, you were looking for work. He kind of looks up. They said you were looking for a bounty. Looks at you, Zebulon. If you want my help with anything, if you want this job, see this matter done, but see it done quickly and get back here. We may, we may just make it in time. It'll get done a lot quicker if we have your help. This man is also my brother, and he's gone rogue. We're at a point now where the LaRoche family would rather see him dead, too. Give me... Give me your poison roll. He's here going rogue. That's a 14. I can't. I can't take the risk. Well, then it sounds to me like we're done here. For now. Uh, Christian gets up and walks out. Yeah, Jules, Dresden. We don't even say another word. We just turn around and go. But you can't... Yeah, Zebion looks to the guy with the big mustache. I mean, you look like you're a pretty strong dude. I mean, just come punch somebody. 
They know I work for Serapio. We, we serve our own agenda here, our own revolution, and we cannot be caught out of guard. Well, I am sorry. You didn't make any friends here today. And Zeb grabs Ramin by the shoulder and starts to follow everybody else out. Ramin's just in a daze, having heard this, like, eyes wide. No, no, no. Um, you guys push out into the hall. You just see Serapio's glare as the door cuts him off from you. And you are led through the manor. I think as we're being led through, Jules leans over to Ramin and says, Hey, Ramin. Yes? Is dance anywhere around here right now? No. Uh, Serapio, he mentioned Hulk fight. I, I don't know what he wanted from you there, but dance is... She's about to go into a match. A match that's very important to her. Against the mighty pig man. It's, it's, it's a huge event, a great spectacle. Hell, I imagine all the guards are pulled far towards that. No one will get here in time. No one. Well, I mean, I don't know. We, we just have to... We have to worry about our own stuff right now. You... I was told you have Sereno. Yes? And he's just looking at you right now, Jules, because Zebulon hasn't mentioned that you have it. Jules gives a silent nod. Oh, yeah. Big time Sereno. <laughs> Most people don't know that Sereno consists of two concurrent forms, a curse and a physical illness. The curse drains your energy and, and heat each night. And it gets stronger every night that goes by. But the physical illness, it, it, it causes uncomfortable symptoms, but it doesn't, it won't kill you. Looking at you, Jules, I assume you're still under the effects of the latter. And I might have something to help you. Is this something you can get on the way? Because we have to go now. It's something I have with me now. I have been working with patients of Sarah now. He reaches into, like, his belt. And I want you to roll me a D100. Oh, God. Let me explain this. Ramin either has zero, one, or two antidotes on him. If you roll under 25, he does not have any. 25 to 75, he has one. 75 to 100, he has two. All right, Jeremy. You want to roll this bad boy? Oh, man. I so wanted to find a way to use this thing. <laughs> I was just going to give you two. And I was like, no, it's so much more fun to do this. Oh, my God. You were just going to give us two? I want to be nice. Oh, my God. I want to be nice. Holy You wanted to be nice. Hell. So then you made us roll to maybe <laughs> have a 25% chance of getting the two that you were just going to give us. You know, my whim is a real ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here goes. All right. All the right. first ever. Fantasy Pants D100. Oh, man. Here we go. Give me a button. I'll give you advantage on this. That's that's still only <laughs> a 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's just being an ass at this Waste point. Waste your button. <laughs> okay, what were the numbers that you said? What'd you roll? What, what were the numbers? Oh, gosh. This is, we okay. got a 41, so we got one dose. 41. Okay. God damn it. He pulls out a single antidote and holds it out to you. And you know that the poisoned condition that you are under and that Zebulon is under will be cured by this. The second you see it, you realize what it is. It is the very thing that Zebulon thought he had. Episodes <laughs> <laughs> ago. But it was just an antitoxin. Oh my god. I love how my own fuck up is what screws us here. It's so good. In fact, as he reaches out, I'd like you to roll me, both of you, a perception or an insight check on Ramin. All for, four for, of us? All four of us? 
<laughs> Damn it. Uh, let me get seven jewels for now because okay. you guys are directly con- talking to him. You said perception or what? Or insight. Or insight. And I, I, this is all happening while you guys are moving, by the way. You're, you're pushing down the steps, down to the rose gardens, down to the gate as he's chatting and pulling and this is happening. Ooh, well, that it was a two minus one. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay. I love that because as he reaches out to you, Jules, with the, with the uh, antidote, you notice his hand is shaking. And as you go to take it, you look at Ramin and you're seeing it now for the first time. These symptoms that you're feeling, he's feeling them too. Ramin has serenone. You don't know how far along he is. And you know that he's been holding this antidote and purposely not taking it so he can give it to somebody else. You're a dick. But he's holding it towards you. I, w- I think everybody here knows what Jules is going to do. He saw it. He knows it. It's a matter of life and death. So, so taking this, this dose, what mechanically is it going to do for whatever character has it? It'll cure your poison condition, which is a disadvantage on all, all attack rolls. rolls. And is all, I think it's attacks, and I think it's everything but you, saving throws. You said all d20 rolls. Um, I'm pretty sure you said all d20 rolls. The, I exhaustion do remember. takes away from all d20 okay. rolls. Oh, uh, exhaustion. Throws. Poison, I believe, is just attacks and checks. Saving throws, you're okay on. Okay. And that would include death saves, okay. thankfully. God damn it. Jules isn't going to take it. Jules. Not, not when he notices it. And Zebulon, you see this. Jules just isn't reaching out. This thing right. is just hovering there. This has been a long pause. It was like it's just shifting really eyes pause. side to side. Because <laughs> he's also... <laughs> Dude, it's intense. This is... Your people are in danger, and you're not at 100%. Okay, Jules like, will take is... it. Jules will take the vial, but he's going to put it in his pocket. No, I mean, just looks that you... You are weakened. You need to be at full strength. I- Ramin, we'll figure this out together. And he gives him a nod that he's hoping is clear enough to let him know that Jules knows. Ramin's looking into your eyes, and at first he looks confused, and then Jules a doesn't break eye contact. A certainty just sets in, and he kind of just smiles. <sighs> And like wipes sweat from his brow as he's moving. It's too much sweat. <laughs> Together. Okay. I will help however I can, but I don't have much left in me today. I've been at work since early, helping the victims. How many days? Only two. Okay. Yeah, somebody's going to have to take it before the fight. Right. Right. So you guys move? Yes. Okay. So wait, we were we were at Rosa's and yeah, we're heading towards the, Salazar. Uh, you were at Sal, you were at Rosa's and you're heading towards Moreno. If you look at the, so you look and see okay. it's the opposite side, opposite okay. corner, basically. Okay, the opposite corner of that. So so Moreno third of yeah. the triangle is essentially is resting at like one one corner of the triangle, um, and Rosa's essentially sitting right at, at the center hill in the very middle of the triangle. So yeah, you are. It's about twenty minutes, just full running through, passing by people. There is. Definitely panic in the streets. People whispering. People like moving to the side. Some people are rushing to find anyone that can help. A lot of please, 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 screaming in the background. But you are dead bolting down the streets towards Moreno. Ramin helping to lead the way. Uh, Crispin and Dresden, you you've been there. You know where it is. You know the way. Okay. Um, I also want to paint one more thing real quick. We talked about you guys getting some clothes. Very minor thing, but just for my visual, I, I, I like the idea of this. You guys grab some clothes from the uh, the um, 
the old city as you were on your way in to kind of blend in more. And I was thinking about this, and I think like a large sort of um, a style or fashion that's really caught on in Sensacion are like ponchos. So I love the idea of the sort of Western style ponchos nice. covering over your armor as you're like that's moving. Sweet. Very mm-hmm. man yeah, without I a name. That. Yeah, it's, it's, it's super cool. Um, Especially Crispin with his red bandana. Oh, man, yes. That's a good look. Ooh, it's such that's a, a good, good look. look. So right, cool. Right. So you guys are cruising down. Um, how do you want to approach? You move to the city about 20 minutes past, and you see the estate on the fringe. You see it looks like a two-story building. You do see crumbling walls. You see that the building kind of almost like a, like a great C. Uh, the letter um, wraps around this open courtyard. There are like two main ways into the courtyard itself. And I think even from a distance, you can see that like there's uh, a figure standing in the middle of the courtyard just before this sort of fountain behind him, um, waiting and holding another figure before him. You see the glint of steel as a blade is held towards the other's Whoa. neck. You see Jessen. Hold on. He doesn't see you. You're in crowds. Okay. I'm just letting you know okay. what's okay. open and visible. Okay. He's yelling. He's screaming out into the sky as you come like, where are you? Where are you? And you see, you see that there's a sort of wide open entrance, you know, the, the sort of mouth of the sea going dead in. There's also kind of an overhanging uh, entrance you can move around to uh, uh, the north side of this structure and cut straight in if you want to get to Jessinth. But you don't see anybody else, and that in itself is scary. We should locate the hostages. From what you can see from afar, I'm going to put you on a map. Now, the first thing you're going to notice is that Rochelle has outdone herself yeah. with this one. Look at this. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous manner. Is, Look I mean, at this. We, can only, see a pinch, we can only see a pinch of it right now. but That's true. I can see more. Everything I see is amazing. You guys see a fair bit. You can see the open courtyard. You can see the sort of structures of the, of the, uh, the, the stone um, kind of building around it. That northern entrance you see going in, there's actually kind of an overhang. The second floor is fully connected above that. Um, but the main opening there is is, is totally like... So the, this kind of lays out the entire perimeter of the building itself? Yeah, I'll okay. say maybe you. you okay. I'll, I'll give you that. Okay. And people would know it. Rummy could even tell you there's a door uh, in the back. There's a door you can go through or down to the uh, south side of the building. But I don't know where there's guards. I don't know. We can't. We need eyes in there. I should go. I should go look. I think there's a there's a brief pause from Jules, and then he's gonna turn to Zeb, reach in his pocket, pull out the vial. Mm. Pull out the vial. Hold his hand out to Zeb, and he's looking for a handshake and a little and a grasp with both hands. Uh, yeah. Zeb reaches both hands out, and and as they clasp, Jules is going to give him the vial and cast invisibility. Ooh, oh, baby. I forgot you had that. Oh shit! Invisibility. That's pretty good. All right, Zeb, invisible. Oh shit. That's pretty good. So maybe maybe you even see the. The vial, just for shits and giggles. Well, floating. Well, any, any anything up. anything on your person is invisible. I know, but it sounds cool. <laughs> okay, 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 we'll roll with that. <laughs> yes, Steven. Get out of here with your cheating, <laughs> you cheater. <laughs> or okay, okay. The invisibility like starts center mass and it starts working out. So like his trunk is invisible first, and then his hand is still visible, and he tips it up, and just as it's. The last drops are coming out. His hand and the bottle turn invisible. Ooh. Hell yeah. And then uh, 
just for funsies, Zeb's or Jules. It's hero time, Zeb. You got this. Is he gonna be okay on his own? He's gonna be good. I trust him with my life. I'm pretty sneaky, so uh, <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it, uh, Mister Bois. Um, okay, then. Um, which direction, David? Did Ramin say that back door was? So there's two actual back entrances, basically. Um, there's one. So if you're looking at this sort of open mouth of this sea, and imagine a backward sea. So the open mouth is to the west, correct? Yes. Now to the, the south of the this west, opening, yeah. uh, this sort of open plaza, there is a door leading in. And to the east of it, on the sort of upper side of this building, there's a door leading in. Um, are there any ground level windows? Ooh, good question. Oh. Rochelle, did you draw any ground level windows? <laughs> I don't see any. Ah, oh, fuck. So I'm say no. It's funner. Ah, oh, fuck. Um, it's any- what? It's funner. <laughs> it's what? Don't you say it one more time? Me. Say any, it one more time. It's more fun. <laughs> any windows? <laughs> any windows on the doors? At least, can I see through? Uh, no, like, it's like hard. Fun, oh, okay. Oak. Great. Awesome. Excellent. Let's um, make this hard for you, huh? Uh, you should know there's also doors. Yeah, you know what? I'll say, if you're asking about windows on doors, I will say there is one door that does have an open sort of uh, window, sort of grate in the front of it. It is in the courtyard. Of course. With Jessen. Of course. Okay, great. I kind of um, didn't count that because walking by there is, well, it's crazy, but... How about this? Invisibility means you can hide anywhere. Yep. How about this? How about double movement speed? Zebulon uh, does a circle around the uh, the building here. Okay. You see, uh, you see both doors. You see the entrance to the courtyard. You see that there are uh, windows into the doors that... Or in the courtyard, courtyard. but you need to sneak past Justin to get to them as he's just still standing there, still screaming out. Uh, You can't get a good view at the second floor unless you want to climb up. Um, I can give you a quick image of that on the map. Fuck. What you do see of it. We fucked up. purely this. What do you mean we fucked up? You don't have the stone. I mean, he hasn't done anything yet. Because you kind of need the stone. Yeah, the stone would be smart. It's once a day. Yeah. So use it wisely. If you look at when you're going around, you so, see it's okay, like a so floor. So Zebulon has not moved yet. Okay. You're just discussing where he's going to move. Yeah. yeah. Not giving him okay. a layout. He's basically just going okay. sneaking around to get the layout and then coming back. Oh. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. After okay. after Dresden, no, sorry, not Dresden. After Crispin asks if he's going to be okay, he's still concerned. He's looking around. Uh, if you're still here, why don't you take this? And he holds out the. Uh, Stone of Far Speech that he has. And does Ebulon take it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was over there. I could hear you a little bit. <laughs> You're but, um, looking at us. <laughs> and the the stone turns invisible in his hand. Thanks. Um, how do I use this thing? And then Crispin explains how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love this so much. Uh, all right, let's um let's do a fifty fifty. Why don't you flip that? Um, that guitar pick for us, the pick of Minor Destiny. Okay. Um, heads will go uh, north door. Okay. Tails will go the southern door. Before okay. you do that, let me fill you in on one more thing that may be of interest to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned before, a lot of crumbling masonry. Uh, you could, uh, on the second floor, basically, to the uh, on, on the sort of northern uh, edge of the sea's mouth, the there's a full room 
that the, the stone walls have just fully collapsed. It's basically so 20 feet up where this, or about 15 feet up or so where the first story ends, you see just like an open second story area, which likely has more ways in from there. Oh. There's oh. also similar, like a okay. corner of a building on the other side uh, has also crumbled. There's like a, almost like a window in to uh, maybe like, you know, 10 feet across. So it's like, it's, it's another entrance you could take, but that's pretty visible. Are we supposed to be able there. to see that dude? What dude? The dude on the second floor. Uh, you know what? Yeah, you, you, half can, of the scene. you would make him out as you're going around. You, you see there is a cultist, uh, the one of those robed peep figures. He does not clock you until you kind of make your move, but you're being careful. You're looking around and you it's see also he's... also invisible. Good point. <laughs> What's that over there? Uh, you see he's just standing there watching Jessenth down below. Looks like he's probably has a, a role in this as well. Okay, so uh, right. so Zebulon has the Stone of Far Speech. He's invisible. He's done a quick loop around to sort of investigate. So he comes back. He says, Whoa, wait, hold on. What? So if he tells us what's all there, yeah, do we get the fog removed? You get the fog removed. What you what he what he uh, right. revealed just the is what I already showed you. Yeah. Okay. Just the outside of the building. He can't okay. go in yet. There's um there's somebody on the second floor right up right up there just behind that crumbling wall. Um, we can't see him from here, but he can see down uh, to to Jessen, So um, be careful. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna climb up here. And I'm going to go in through those crumbling walls over there. Pointing to the second floor on the other side, the northern side of the sea. Who's that pointing to? Because we can't see him pointing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <he> just, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Drawing lines in the sand. Second story. Second story. The, the southern um, part behind the, uh, see that flower box yeah. over there? <laughs> Dead flowers. As you're saying this, I will say, uh, I mean, from the courtyard nearby, maybe you're around the corner from it, you can hear. Ten minutes! Ten minutes, Jules! Ten minutes, and they all die! Alright, do we want to stick with the plan with regard to Crispin? Um, I don't really see what we'll gain. I, I just, I want to see what he will say. It's it's Jules and Dresden's show, so everyone's gonna kind of follow their lead. Okay. I'm gonna say once this starts, I want to put you in initiative. You can skip turns if you want to, like let people kind of keep going. But this is a complex situation. Okay. Given that Dresden's brain is probably a little more tactical than Jules would, military man. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna turn to Crispin and say. You stay close, but out of sight. He wants us. Let's see what he does first. All right. Um, Crispin puts his back up against the wall. And by, yeah, and by, and by, by I guess by stay close, but stay out of sight, mm-hmm. he means just stay outside the door. Yeah. But out of sight. I'll uh, wait here until I hear your call. Okay. Everyone's taking positions. Zebulon, you're moving to the, uh, basically the, the, the wall of the first story that you can climb up to the open full open room in the second story? Yes. Okay. So that on the north side of the mouth of the sea. Jules, are you in Dresden making any moves? No, we're just walking in. You're walking into the courtyard? Holy shit. Um, what's Ramin doing? Oh, uh, that's up to you. Ramin is, Ramin's under the poison condition. Ramin is pretty burnt out on spells. He's not it's up to be, you what he wants to do. He's not... Ter- you know, he can okay. help in some ways, but... He's looking to you. So we'll just sideline him? Yeah. 
maybe, yeah. Um, just have him around the corner just so he's not even seen as we're going in there. Mm-hmm. We don't want to give them any indication that there's anybody else with us. Okay. For the sake of ease, I'd like you, Jeremy, to roll advantage when you roll initiative. And both Jules and Dresden will take that initiative point. Because you guys are going together. Wait, say that again. Okay, so wait, what? So we roll initiative. Go yep. ahead and roll for both your characters, and then both of them can both take the of higher. Both get advantage. They both get the higher initiative because I want them both to be together. You, you're doing, you're oh, doing I one see, roll. I see. They'll have I see. I see. Yep. Because yeah. you guys are going initiative. in together, it just makes more sense for you to play both your characters at once. If that's cool okay. with you. Yep. Okay. You guys move in. Start walking into the plaza. Crispin and Ramin around the corner, waiting for their moment. Zebulon getting ready, hands on stone to climb up invisible everyone roll for initiative so are we do we have the exhaustion rolls right now no okay. not during the day okay and only jewels is poisoned all right that's a 16 for zeb ooh and just a um, 8 for crispin so that is a 13 for jewels and a 15 for dresden you both will go on a 15. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, another thing to note before we start this, you guys waited in, in the uh, waiting room for Serapio for over an hour last session. That means you can take a short rest again if you want oh, for Crispin whoa. and uh, yeah. Dresden. Yeah. That's very yeah. generous. Yeah, I, thought, I realized that upon relisting. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, you guys should take a yeah. short rest. Yes. 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 Ooh, I've only got one hit die left, though. <laughs> Shit. I have got all four. Oh, no, that's... Uh, no, that's, that's Jules. Jules. Yeah, I'm going Dresden, though, because Jules is already full. Let's see. All right. Got nine back. That puts me almost at max. Now, when this starts, it's going to be kind of a looser combat. I'm going to cut turn ends um, if there's more narrative point to cut them, because what's kind of happening here is, is Zebulon's moving around while you guys are walking in, kind of distracting Jessinth, kind of fulfilling what he needs so I'm not going to be like okay do your action because this might not be an action every turn that you can do so your role is most likely going to be keeping on talking Uh, you're talking to Jeremy talking to Jeremy sorry yes Zebulon as this is happening I'll cut to you you'll be moving through Um, be aware of readied actions you can assume mechanically that a lot of my guys have them Mm -hmm. that if something triggers the readied action they will perform an action that will supersede yours they see anything funny things go south and with that we're gonna start with you zebulon all right excellent let's see how many rolls i can flub here (laughs) oh man there's one bit of information i forgot to give you in the beginning that might be important okay it sounds very important and that is that there were 13 hostages taken okay you know the number they know they did a count after everyone left in all the panic and by the time you got here, by the time you reach this point, people in the streets knew 13. There are 13 here. Okay. Okay. Can, can we say, since that was supposed to happen, that we all are aware that You're all there's aware 13? Okay. You're all aware. I, I, I mean, I guess since we just walked in, we're probably fucking aware of it. Yeah. 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 Fully everyone knows. Okay. Okay. All right. Ready to, uh, ready to climb that wall. Masonry's loose. Um, but, like, I mean, like, loose as ours. Like, you know, not... There are points that could fall out when you touch it, but it's also misshapen to a point where it's not super hard to find handholds. Mm-hmm. It's going to be athletics check to climb. I'm not going to make it a huge one. Yeah, okay. You can fly up there with your little wings. <laughs> it's just a nine. Okay. You begin to climb, and you're about halfway up 
we'll say, when uh, your hand grabs something loose, it rumbles down. You are only about halfway at this point. You're like hanging off by one hand and you hear a voice above say, what was that? Who's there? Directly above? Directly above. Oh, nice. And you hear footsteps moving. Or maybe they can't move yet, but you hear like someone's beginning to move towards that direction um, on the sort of upper landing there that you're okay, working so, towards. So while invisible, I can still take the hide action, right? Absolutely, you can. Okay, then I'm going to use, um, goodness, what's it called? Cunning action to bonus action hide. Yeah, and that's the thing with invisibility is you can hide anywhere. That's the main benefit right. of it. So, okay, so you just like, you're hanging and you're kind of still like, you're clawing at some of the stuff and you hear someone coming and you just hole up Go still. Go silent. Hell yeah. Um, anything else you want to do this turn? You can also... Let's say that your movement was to climb. You can ready an action with your main action if you want. Mm, no, I I can't think of anything that I'd do, so no. Okay. So you're hanging about seven feet short of the upper ledge. Already things going. Yeah. A little south. Um, I guess I guess if, if Zebulon gets attacked, he will... No, that's all right. Let's just con- let's just continue on. Okay, that's Jules and Dresden. Uh, I also just tell you they can act in whatever order you please during your turn. You step out and you begin to move down the mouth of the sea towards the fountain, towards the figure of Jessenth Kellig, his back up against it, sword drawn. To uh, God, what was his name? What was his name? Grindy. Grindy. Thank you so much. Grindy's throw. Grindy's eyes go wide. Jessen's smile grows cheek to cheek. But he's, no, 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 you can't. Jules, no, you you mustn't. Let us die. You, you, you kill our hopes. You shut up. They're here. That's all that matters. It ends now. As we walk through the door, Jules says, Well, we're here. And then Dresden says, What happened to you, brother? What happened to you? What happened to me? How have you fallen so far? Fallen? You call this falling? I have risen. Look at this pathetic wealth. What do you think the LaRoche family is going to do to you after this? Look at this creature in my hands. Barely even alive. Money. Money is everything. Power is everything. I was one of them. You are one of them too. You will have none after today. You're wrong. They will thank me. They will thank me for taking you in, traitor. And you, the child that ran away, they will worship me for what I'm going to do to you today. And I will never, ever need to sink low into the detritus of this filth again. I'm going to cut the talking, the dialogue, for that turn right there. I'll tell you when we're done. (laughs) (laughs) But if you have any actions, you'll perform anything like that. Feel free. Otherwise, we'll move on to Crispin and Zeb. Can I just say one more thing? Yeah. Send me away. So what do you think the family's going to do when you bring in the dead body of their son, of their pride and joy, their precious chosen one? What do you think waits for you? All right. I'll resolve that on Justin's turn. Okay. I like that. Moving on. Oh, immediately after. It's Jessen's turn. Okay. Well, that works. The blade sort of tightens on Grindy's neck. Run, run. 
It's okay to run. I shut up, chosen one. Perhaps Cerise has plans for him. But no matter. When he's gone, those plans will end. Cirilla and Samuel, they'll protect me. They want him dead. They want him gone. But how about this? Since you're so interested in protecting him, I'll kill you first, brother. And let him watch. Next up, a bunch of people you don't see, and then Crispin. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, being out here, there's really not a lot that Crispin can do, so... Rabbit, uh, C- Crispin, what's the, what's the plan? Ramin's right next to you, kind of whispering. Do we go around back? Do we, do we do something? The plan for you is to stay and watch. Should things go poorly, we'll need someone to, uh, to request some backup. As for my part, Crispin wild shapes into a dire coyote. Oh, shit. Um, I'm just doing that because uh, he's got nothing else to do. Um, it lasts for an hour, and if he needs to react, he can. He can just jump in nice and quick. Okay. Uh, and that's, I think, going to be the end of his turn. All right. Full-on dire coyote at the ready around the corner, waiting. Pause silently, touching down on cobblestone. Hell. That's so cool. Yeah. Zebulon, above you, you hear someone walking and you see a cloaked and hooded figure peek over the side looking right down towards you. Did you roll a stealth check last time when you hid? Uh, no, I just said that I was going to use a, a bonus action to, okay. uh, to hide. Give me a stealth check. Plus eight for Zeb, so hopefully this goes well. Try aside if invisibility by rules does not give advantage. I looked into this. Do you think we should house rule that it does? I don't get one to the players. Work. If invisibility gives advantage on stealth checks, by rules as written, it actually doesn't. It just allows you to hide anywhere because it huh. doesn't. It doesn't make you quieter. It, you know, the idea is like if you're moving, you're still making sounds. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I really think that it should, but I also, I don't know if that's the rule. Then that's the rule, I guess. That's a tough one because I also think it should too. <clears throat> I'm surprised that that's the rule that right. being invisible doesn't give you right. even a, a bonus, it, a plus two or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Like. Um, but I, I'm, I'm but fine you know playing what? by the but then rules. You know what? In our home games, when we're not sure about doing advantage on something, I, I love the idea of bonuses. Uh, bonus is a plus two. Bonuses and minuses. It's a house rule we've been using. How about invisibility gives you a bonus to stealth rolls? Okay. I think it's a okay. good medium ground. It's not as powerful yeah. as advantage. Sure. So it's not going to throw you know, power levels, mechanics out the window. Right. But it should still give you a little benefit that I think would be nice. So take a plus two on this roll. Okay. That's great. Sweet. So, so then that's a plus ten. Overall for Zeb, let's see what we get. It was a 10, so a dirty 20. Okay, and I'm going to contest that. These cat dice are weird. Took me a minute to figure out what was on the die. Um, figure looks down. Eyes fall on you. Sweep past. And the hood figure's gone. You hear footsteps moving away. Oh, okay. Great. On the other side, the other, uh, the bottom of the mouth of the sea, where there's a small sort of open doorway into uh, the side of this building, you 
hear and maybe even kind of feel movement coming up behind you, Jules and Dresden, uh, from the second floor. As you see, as it was mentioned before, one of these figures is up there. But you see that smiling under the hood, they grab somebody and yank them out into view. Knife flashes, and they have a second hostage at the ready. They are silent. But the figure they're holding is not silent. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Hey, what the... Hang on, this is the voice, hang on. What's the voice? Give me a second, give me a second, give me a second. Yeah, me I was second. Gonna, yeah, I was gonna say I didn't recognize that voice. Give me a second. Um, um shit, I had it earlier. Hey Jules, it's me. It's yeah, alright. I think it's like this. Hey, it's me, Jamal. Remember Jamal? Uh, <laughs> Remember Jamal? Jamal from way back when? I voiced him one time and made up a name on the fly. Remember this guy? He's cool. Anyway. Oh, uh, if that's a penguin, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, penguin are you, <laughs> you see this uh a teenage boy uh just yanked out your rough, rough cloth. Um Maybe fe- having some pangolin-esque features <laughs> of some sort. Different Jamal. Just, Different Jamal. Whoa, hey, Jules, Jules, hey, don't listen to Grindy, all right? We, we, we don't, don't uh, we, we, we don't want to die. We don't want to die. It's okay. You know, I, just, you know, we, we, we appreciate your sacrifice, all right? And, and, okay, okay. As uh, the knife is being held to him, uh, you see this figure is above, staring down at you. And Justin just grins all the wider and it's up back to Zebulon. Okie dokie. Then, uh, seems like the footprints, the footsteps went away. Zebulon will continue to climb to the top of the wall here. Uh, so I'm going to assume you're using a movement to climb, stealth action to keep yourself, or hide action to keep yourself going quietly? Yes. Okay. Perfect. You know someone's up there, so. Oh, so when you said I heard steps moving away, you didn't mean, like, away, like, off of that? Farther back, you would, yeah, basically, it sounds like they were farther back. You heard no doors, anything like that. So sure, they, sure. Likely someone's still up there. This is tense. I'm like sweating. Like, oh my God, this is so tense. Yeah, I just feel like if they're going to have somebody up here, they're probably going to have somebody at every door. Um, and if I open a door, then I'm expecting something bad to happen. Okay. Um, all right, let's roll with it. Let's keep climbing. That's a two on the die. Oh my gosh. That's a two on the die. Let me... So before we continue your turn, let me just tell you what happens immediately. This figure moves away. You hear footsteps padding away. And just as you kind of breathe a sigh of relief, the single hand you still have, your one hand that's like gone limp after the, the masonry fell away and you tried to like hide yourself, go still, that stone also falls. Um, and you... Slide back down. That's the sound of you falling, I guess. Perfect. You slide whoop, back down uh, and land in the um, dirt below. It's not as loud as the previous like rock falling, but you have fallen off the wall. Sure. Then, um, but you got some information. You know someone's up there. Yep. You know it's one of these hooded figures that you, from what you know, I'm sure you've traded information. And Crispin may have told you about these guys. They're scary. They're the real threats. Right. Maybe I'll do. Maybe. Maybe this time, since I'm on the ground, I'll use my cunning action to dash around the corner here. Okay. That'll that'll get me... And if you're using dash, you didn't use your movement to that climb. You just fell. You oh. can take two, two another movement action if you want to go. Um, sure, yes. Is, David, uh, if I ping this, is that the door back there? That is the door, yes. Okay. All right, sure. Then I will do another 30 feet moving towards that door, so... Zebulon moving quickly, swiftly. I mean, you're you're down. Um, your cunning action is to move again. You're also stealthing with an action, so you're basically you're you're still hiding, right? You're still kind of keeping quiet. Um, yes. Do I have that 
ability? Yes. Okay, yeah, so double move is my, okay, that's my that's my action yeah. to double move and my cunning action to hide. Okay. So you loop around, you pass by the northern opening, eyes look down as you see Jules and Dresden standing before Jessinth. He's looking eager, and you know your time is limited, and you've already wasted so much, so much precious time, and you, they vanish behind the wall as you push towards the back. All right. That's you, Jeremy. Also, use. Use, <laughs> use guys. It's use guys. Use fellas. Also, just throwing the reminder about what we had talked about. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep reminded it so you don't All forget. Good. All good. Okay. So what's your end game here? How do we know that once you kill us, that you're actually gonna let these people go? I'm afraid you're just gonna have to trust me. <laughs> so step forward. You're first. Let me explain how this is going to work. You're going to move closer to me, say 10 feet. And then my associate above gestures to the hooded man that's holding Jamal. He's going to hold you in place with magic. And you're going to let him. Mechanically, you can choose to fail a saving throw. What is being offered here is that you, you could pick up. He's going to use hold person on you and he expects you to purposely fail the saving throw for hold person. How does that sound, brother? Are you ready to die for these people like a fool? At least I'll die with some honor. Something you clearly have none of. Keep talking, but step forward. I'll ask you now, do you step forward? Just for the visuals, you are currently about 25 feet away from Justin, so you'll be moving about 15 feet closer to him. 10 feet away from Grindy in his arms. If you do as he requests. Um, you're on your own, Dresden. If it makes you feel any better. I have no idea what Zebulon's going to do next turn either. <laughs> this is terrifying. And we got two sheets to pour over for these decisions. <laughs> so they're both there, right? Who's they? Jules and Dresden. Like, I can yes. take I can take actions with both of them. Yes, you may choose whoever freely. you want to go first. They're freely okay. yours to pick between... They could intermingle their turns. You could take a Jules action, a Dresden action, Jules. You can do whatever you want with them. I'm doing some weird rules for this combat because it's a weird kind of combat. <laughs> want to have fun with it. Just going to have to go with your gut. Dresden walks out. It's either that or blow this whole shit up. Yeah. You move forward 10 feet and you stand at the ready. Okay. Yeah. In fact, it's because you moved into place and this is a preset plan. I'm going to use my rated action with a guy above. And I'm going to cast Hold Person on Dresden. That was a rated action we could have gone for him. That's part of the check is to see why he was kind of preparing. Um, you see the knife drops. He's focused wholly on you. The second you step into place, as, as you have heard Justin speaking, he was getting ready for this. And whoo, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Or fail it on purpose. Or fail a wisdom saving throw. That's going to be your choice. It's a fail either way. That was an eight. So tell me narratively, does Dresden fail on purpose? Or did he, at the last moment, want to try to resist? Knowing. Knowing what this means. He failed on purpose. Holy shit. And then... Let me give you another bit of information. Okay. You already saw that 
the cultist up top, this was his focus. He has lowered the weapon. Jamal kind of shuffles off to the side nervously as his figure feels like it's already won as this magic is cast. If you chose to fail, Dresden is paralyzed, locked into place. But when this happens, you can see that Jessinth is also just slightly lowering his sword, getting ready to make a move on him. Now, I will say this just to just to kind of clarify because I wanted to make sure mechanics-wise this all is out there. Jessinth still, until his turn, his raid action is going to be killing Grindy. But I will say, even with your passive, uh, um, even with your passive insight, it's pretty obvious that Justin is going to let Grindy go on his turn, which is next, and go for Dresden. You can ready an action to do something then, but right now, Grindy's still in danger. That's the, that's the scary part. It. You can ready it. I can ready it. Yeah, that's I'm a great ready idea. In action. It's a great ready idea. in action. Okay. Yeah. All right, so it'll cost you a reaction, but you can do you yep. have a full action on, on... Yep. And this is with Jules? Yes. So Jules, what are you? What's happening with Jules right now? Just, just to get the picture. So Dresden, Marshall, Dresden's body locks into place. Jules, you're seeing this. He's just staring at Dresden, at uh, um, Justin. Justin's just smiling at you. When, when you're done, I just don't want this to pass by. Yeah. I have a, 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 um, a tidbit before Dresden's turn ends. Is all. Okay. I, yeah, I think at this point Dresden's turn's done. Um, you might want to consider readying an action for Dresden. for the for the or, for the condition yeah. of when. Or if the hold person drops. Can I do that? What are you planning? Can I do that? What are you planning? Well, I mean, if, yes. it, if it were to happen, I don't really... We really don't yeah. have a plan. Yeah, you can yeah. do that. But if okay. you if Dresden was to realize yeah. that the spell if, has been broken... Yes. If Dresden can move... Yes. Like that's, that's a set thing. It's like, yes. if Dresden can move, okay. he will do blank. Yes. Yeah. Oh, if, if I can do that, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Oh, fucking yeah. All right. So Dresden's turn is over. He's readied. And... On Jules's turn, he's just staring down Jessinth, and he readies an action. Okay. If Jessinth moves forward, then this. Jessinth's eyes go wide. His ratty grin grows. He takes his hand, just throws Grindy to the side, like, Out of here, filth! You've served your purpose! And he, sword out, charges towards his brother. I'm going to take your other eye, brother, before I take your head! And he moves. He moves in to take an automatic critical hit on you. Two, actually. For you are... Oh, that's right. I forgot he's kind of a badass. Underhold person. Okay. But he moved, which means you yep. can make your action now as he's charging in. Jules misses steps greedy. behind Jessinth. Oh, shit. And immediately grabs his throat from behind. Huh. Well, can he grab? He missed his steps. Or can he just... He missed his steps. Right. That's a move. Oh, fuck. Can he grab? Can he grab him? It's not his turn anymore. I'll double check. I'll double check, but I want to meet you on this. Mm-hmm. So we know, Jeremy, that two of the guards are accounted for. Yes. One is up here on the second floor. The other one is yep. on the other side on the second floor. We know that there are, are there three or four other guards? I think there's four. Okay. So we know that they're all with the hostages. You can assume. Probably one on each door. And two with the hostages. Here's we're gonna do this. We're so boned. Here's we're gonna do yeah. this. Give oh, us yeah. give us your bonage, David. Normally, I think it looks like you can use one action, so Misty Step would be that action. But I'm gonna give you two different paths here. Three different paths, actually. Path number one. We go by rules as written, you appear behind him, 
Jessens reacts to you, but maybe still goes for Dresden. The helpless Dresden. Path number two. You give me a button. Jessenth is surprised and whips around to attack Jules instead, who will not be automatically crit. Option three. You give me two buttons, and I'll let you go for a grab with an athletics contest. Because this sounds cool. That's fair, and it's pretty obvious to me which one we should choose. Well, now you got me second-guessing. To me, I think it's... I think it's obvious for one button. What was the one button again? Justin is going to turn around and attack you instead. Now, let me recontextualize the scene. Before you make this choice, this is a massive choice. Yeah. No buttons. I'm going to critically hit right. Dresden twice. Twice. Right. That might just be the end yeah. of Dresden Kelly. I know. One button. You don't need, you don't Jules, need, you you don't need to tell me this. I'm, I'm, I'm well aware of the gravity I'm going to hit situation. you twice. And you have very little HP. That could be the end of Jules LaRoche. Oh, shit. Two yeah. buttons and you have a chance, a chance, a slight chance to battle, to do an athletics contest against someone that's stronger than you, almost certainly. My Chris obvious Dubois choice is going to be the third choice. Okay. a dire coyote hiding around the corner, waiting, prowling, soft paws on stone. Zebulon, having failed his first attempt inside, is weaving around the building to find a second. The hostages that you see have been dropped, but there are so many more that you don't see and you don't know what's going to happen to them. This is a boiling pot. It is about to go down, and I want to hear your decision, but not right now, because we're going to call it there. Oh, fuck. Testicles, test, 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 testicles, test, 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 testicles, test, 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 testicles, you test, 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 testicles, test, test, testicles, test, test, testicles, test, test, testicles, tickles, sickle, sickle me, Elmo, yeah, yeah. Tickle the testicles. Fuck, he's recording. God damn it. Yeah, post credits. Got him. We're going testicles with the post credits. Shit.